From the Grexley Studios at the Catholic TV Center, it's the K&J Show with your hosts, Kevin and Jay. Welcome to the K&J Show. I'm Jay. I'm, we're here with Kevin. And we're so glad that you're with us. We hope you're enjoying our podcast. And Kev, how are you doing today? Doing good, Jay. I, you know, he's a little nervous over the area. You know, you're at the control panel. You're controlling everything. So if you make a mistake, it's a, it's curtains for us. <laughs> that puts a lot of pressure on me and probably means it's curtains for the show. But I, I actually like being in front of the board, as you know. Yeah, it looks like you're comfortable over there. You know? I am. Going to spin some tunes for us? <laughs> Coming up next here on the K&J Show. No, no. But today, what are we talking about today? Uh, what we thought we'd talk about kids. No. <laughs> uh, you have three. I have two. Um, and, uh, you know, we were kids once ourselves many, many years ago. Um, Maybe. <laughs> so I guess, you know, just um, talking about... Um, dealing uh, with with our kids and, you know, maybe some things that we've learned along the way and, you know, how we, um, I, I know you, you talk about this as well, Jay, how you worry about your kids, worry about, you know, where they're going to end up or, you know, if they're happy and, and so on and so forth. So that's what we thought we'd talk about that today. Yeah, I'm actually, I feel really bad because I do worry about my kids often, and what I must have put my mother and father, father through. I know. I mean, it was how was what? How were you as a kid? What, what were you like as a kid? Yeah, I, I, I think I was. Um, oh, yeah, no, <laughs> you know, I really, I haven't really thought about this at all. Is it a scary? Is it a scary thing for you to think? About? I was just going to say automatically after oh, I wasn't bad, and then I started thinking, of, well, maybe sometimes I was. That's <laughs> good. Well, you were a kid, right? Yes, yeah, so I was. Moments. You know what was great, though, for me, and uh, I don't know if you found this, too. I think you're in the middle, right? I am. Uh, I had yeah. two older and two younger sisters. I had four sisters yeah. growing up. So I, I was lucky in, in that, you know, um, I had three older brothers that kind of, um, uh, you know, uh, softened, I guess, my parents along the way. So they just just about seen everything with my brothers by the time I came along. They really didn't care? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, Mr. True. and Mrs. Nelson just did not care Well, at I that think point. they might have been a little easier on me uh, having been through the ringer with my three older brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, you know, it's for me, um, I had a, a fun childhood. I think I was a, a fun kid. Of course, being the only boy, I remember... I remember <laughs> to this day when my youngest sister, Sheila, who was a lovely, lovely woman, but when she was born, I was at my grandparents' house waiting to hear the news, and I didn't know if I was going to have a, a brother or a sister. So my grandfather came up and he said, well, you have a, a little baby sister, and I just started crying <laughs> because I wanted a brother so bad. I was eight years old, seven, yeah. seven, eight, right around there. Wow. I, was, I wanted a brother so bad. And when I was told that I had a baby sister, it was devastating to me. Yeah, yeah. And now looking back, you know, it's probably better I didn't have a brother because <laughs> I have a wonderful sister. Um, I, I had four wonderful sisters when it's passed away. But it's uh, – I, I was a fun kid. I like to do a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, again, we talk about Rick often. Most of the things I did <laughs> was with Rick. But while Rick would be in studying – 
uh, and that's why he ended up at a top Ivy League school, Warden Business School. I was out waiting for Rick to finish studying <laughs> so that we could do something fun. Yeah. And in those days, as we talked about, uh, you didn't have TV or the internet, a lot of things that kids have today. You didn't have video games. So we would make our own fun yeah. as a neighborhood. And so I, I enjoyed having fun as a little kid, and my parents were wonderful about it. Uh, they were wonderful parents, very loving parents. Um, and, and I know for a fact that I gave them a run for their money. Yeah. But they, uh, I, I had a fun, a fun childhood. Yeah. It's so different now, uh, where as we would do a lot of things outside and things like that. There was, there was, uh, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know. I've heard this from other people too. Uh, you know, because I know there's, you know, a lot of kids around, but it just seems like there's less kids around they're in inside. neighborhoods. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, inside. I, yeah. I've seen, I've seen my kids be side by side with one of their friends. They don't talk. They're on the phone, so yeah. they're just, they're just talking on the phone. And we didn't have that. Yeah. When I was a kid, you, you know, you just, you would go outside, and we would have baseball games because there was so many kids. We would have baseball games. With nine kids on each team, yeah, just as pickup yeah. baseball games, yeah, no, hockey, street hockey, yeah. football, basketball, just playing chase. There'd be fifty kids playing chase, yeah, and you don't you don't see much of that. They call it manhunt now, I guess, yeah. but, but yeah, no, it's it's exactly right. We 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 would go out, we would play, you know, kick the can, or you know, we had. Uh, opportunities where we were, we had a field across the street from us. We had um, one down the street as well. Yeah, so we'd go over there and play. But we actually played in parking lots. You know, there back in the day when you know the the blue laws uh, here in, in Massachusetts. Um, you know, everything was closed on on Sunday, which was great. Yes, yeah, and uh, so we had a, a a package store that was right across the street from my house, um, and uh, the parking lot, big parking lot. So we'd go out there play stickball and. Yeah. Uh, uh, or uh, street hockey or something like that and down the uh, end of our street was a funeral home so we had the you know we had the booze and we had the funeral home. <laughs> and uh you know two great areas where you could we could just play and there was lots of kids around lots of kids around I, I mean i was in a neighborhood back then too where um you know we we were kind of on a main street uh so it's a little more difficult there weren't aren't as many kids around for, for the kids when they were growing up uh for my kids growing up uh as well, so we had to yeah, do we a lot that. of driving around and things like yeah, that. Yeah, we have no know. kids. I'm on a main. I'm like you. Your house and mine are very similar in terms of the street. When I was growing up, I was in a, a really a great neighborhood. Yeah, and there weren't as many cars either. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Now, when you were a kid, were there any moments that you really remember? For instance, and I've told this story before. I remember my my dad worked two jobs. He was a a firefighter and a glazer. So there would be points where I didn't see him that much. Yeah. But I never. I'll never forget the day I realized that. Uh, he was not going to be around for my whole life, and I, I, he was, he came home exhausted as usual, really tired. Yeah. He laid down on the bed, and I, I went and I was lying down underneath my desk, which was at the foot of my bed. It was a, you know, one of those old wire metal desks things with a flimsy top. And I remember realizing, and then, yeah, I was a kid, seven, eight years old again, and uh, I must have, must have cried a lot when <laughs> that age. <laughs> Because I started crying, realizing that my dad at one day was not going to be with me any, anymore. Um, and there were moments like that where your days would go on and on. You know, you just run around, you're playing with your friends, you're going to school. But there were moments that I remember as a kid that stick out that I think changed and formed me as a person. And that was one of them. Wow. Well, I mean, I can't really say that, Jay. Um, just off the top of my head, thinking back, you know, um, 
I, I was around a lot longer in terms of uh, <laughs> when I graduated college, I was still living at home. So that, I did that too. Yeah. I I came, I moved, I came back, I moved, I came back. I, I did that about three or four times. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. I, I, I remember distinctly a little thing about that too when I was, because, um, uh, you know, Everything, everything we did basically, because we talked about this in earlier shows with our jobs show. But uh, you know, I paid for everything. So you know, I paid for high school. Boy, times uh, have changed. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, paid 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 my way through high school uh, and paid my way through college as well. So I commuted um, to college, and then when I graduated from college, you know, um, you com- you commuted to Stonehill. Yes, I never yeah, knew that. Yeah. yeah wow. Yeah. I lived on campus for one semester just to get a taste of it. Then I yeah. didn't have enough money to do that. But, um, well, that's a big cost to colleges. Yes. Yeah, yeah, on, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it was a little bit of a, um, you know, you don't get a, a, a good, as good a taste of the college life, you know, right. which, is, which is fine. But uh, we, uh, so I graduated and uh, got into radio, which was not a very um, lucrative uh, career and uh i was still living at at my at my house <laughs> so i'd come home how old were you when you moved out of your house uh i moved out 40? of 40 i <laughs> actually still living there Jay. it's crazy <laughs> you marrying the kids <laughs> i moved out of my house Jay, when i got married did you really <laughs> yes, yes well shirley so, did the same thing shirley yeah. had never lived anywhere else in her life until the day we got married yeah, she always lived at home. Yeah, I was I was twenty seven. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 but I, that's a great thing, by the way. Yeah. My parents always got mad at me when I would leave for an apartment because they'd say you should stay home and save money to buy a house. And that's so. After about the third time, I did stay home and I saved up money to put a a good deposit down on a house. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was bouncing around um, too from from radio jobs uh, and, and not. <laughs> I didn't know if you meant you were, not, you know, going from house to yeah, house. No, 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 not making a, a ton of money there too. It's funny because yeah. I, I, you know, I was getting back to that story. So I, I was living at home. So I'd come home, you know, from, uh, you know, my stint at the radio station. You know, I, I never actually got a full time job. It was all part time stuff all over the place. And uh, <laughs> my mom would off, you know, consistently go. So have you thought about if this doesn't work out, what you're gonna do? <laughs> Yeah, mom. Yeah. Is that a, is that a typical mom? Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe you maybe want a to. career change might be in. Uh, so it, it was funny, you know, but um, uh, yeah, I, I don't don't think I had like a defining uh, moment when I uh, recognized that you know, hey, you know, I might not be here that long, or 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 my you know parents might not be here. Let me ask you this, though. So you went to Catholic Memorial, which is in Boston, Massachusetts. That's right. I went to Severian Brothers High School, which is in Westwood, Massachusetts. Yeah. Kind of a culture shock going from the public school with all your friends, for me at least, to a, to a high school. I didn't know a single person. Yeah. And it was like, oh, boy. And and I was very young. I, I, I started college. I was 17 uh, in starting in college. And in high school, I was even younger. And for me, it was wow. Where am I, and why am I here? Yeah. Well, I had exactly this, the the uh, opposite of that. Too. Of course, you did. <laughs> uh, you know, I was fortunate enough that uh, Catholic Memorial, uh, the school that I went to in West Roxbury section of Boston, I lived in West Roxbury, and I a good portion of the 
uh, oh, your friends were people from West Roxbury okay. that went that went. See, to that wasn't the way for Severian. Then, then, yeah, I mean, there was there were there were quite a few kids from other towns and stuff, but the uh, the main percentage uh, was from the local area. Yeah, West Roxbury. So, so I was I was familiar with a lot of people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, see, for me, part of it was I was so young, um, and I didn't know a single person, and it was it was scary. Yeah. You, know, you yeah, go into I the school and. Yeah. And uh, I'll never forget what my parents said to me, hey, uh, there's an exam for the Severian. Would you be interested? And it, what was also hard for me is, is I'm dyslexic. Yeah. And so they didn't find out I was dyslexic till the fourth grade and moved me from one public school that didn't. Those days, they didn't have a lot of special needs. Sure. Yeah. To another school that had it. And, and they had to retrain me because I really had difficulty reading. Um, <laughs> And so when I went to Severian, they, they, they don't have that type of help and support, which, which I understand. And I love Severian, by the way. It's a great school, so I'm not, I'm not downplaying <laughs> it. I'm just saying as a person, I, I, had, I had those type of things facing me too as a, as a young kid who couldn't really read that well. Uh, and, and if people see, um, I, I don't read a lot um, if it's in public. I will memorize things or just speak off the cuff. Sure. Because it's easier for me to do that yeah. uh, than trying to read all the time. Yeah. And I, I, the other thing I had going for me, too, is my um, three older brothers went to Catholic Memorial as well. So oh, kinda, look at you. They kind of paved the way. Yeah. You know, so They're I was, probably afraid, I, afraid of your brothers. When I went in there, I was Little Nelly. Were you Little, little Nelly? Nelly? Yeah, for the older kids. Yeah. You, you then, don't like that anymore, do you? I don't mind. I don't oh, mind. really? You don't mind it? I don't. Well, Nelly. I don't mind Nelly. Little Nelly. No, no, you just like, <laughs> so so. For now, I was actually Kevin. I'll say Little Nelly. I was only Little Nelly for for uh, to my brother's friends. Oh, actually. really? So the the people in my grade just called me Nelly. Yeah. And were any of your brothers um, overachievers, or did you have to live up to any of that? Uh, my brother, uh, my oldest brother, was a very good. He was a track star. He was, oh, really? Uh, yeah, he was very good. He actually held the. I held a record for a number of years after you graduated. I don't know if it was a mile or two mile. And how did you do in those events? I, I didn't run track. <laughs> and I wouldn't have. I hey, wouldn't look have at this. Good. We have little Nelly coming along. Let's get him on the track. Forget it. Uh, yeah, no. But, you know, it's funny because I, I, so my other, my the second oldest brother, um, I, I basically did what he had he had done. He, he played football and uh, wrestled. So I did. You wrestled? I, uh, yes. I yeah, never yeah. knew. You, I knew you had played football because you played at Stonehill too, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I, but I never knew that you actually wrestled. Yeah. First time going in there, I wrestled all four years. Yeah. Probably probably one of the best. What weight? Um, so I bounced around. Um, started off at ninety. <laughs> yeah. No, I was uh, <laughs> six two ninety pounds. Started off at like one thirty six. I think was the way I started off at fresh freshman year. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I got. I actually. Was wrestling a lot towards uh, you know my junior senior year. There was always like the um, one one eighty seven was a, a weight that they had trouble um, you know getting a steady person yeah. at. So they I, I bumped up a That's lot. That's a tough to weight too, by the way. I could make one sixty nine. One sixty nine was my weight. And you would wrestle one eighty seven. Wrestle one eighty seven. That's tough because that's really the heavier kids. Yeah, yeah. I was hundred and ten pounds when I graduated high school. Oh, wow. I was wow. 110 pounds. Again, I mean, I started my senior year. I was 16 years old. Yeah. Uh, so I was younger. Well, what, what we really want to talk about, too. 
Because we're, as usual, we're going astray. Oh, we're talking about our kids? Oh, I thought, I thought it was about us as kids. As kids, which is, is, is fun to reminisce. Yes. No, yeah, there were no. good times, bad it's times. It's setting also. up. That was a nice setup to our kids now, yeah. Jay. And especially because we think of ourselves as kids and kind of just doing whatever <laughs> we want to do. I have to tell you, Kevin, and I mean this sincerely, I am petrified almost every single day that something or someone is going to be mean to my child. My child is not happy. Every single day, I am fearful of that. And I have a daughter who's going to be 21, a son who's going to be 19, and another son who is 14. And I still am, even today, I was talking to my wife about one of my boys and just making sure, is he happy? You know, he seems happy. Um, But what are they going to do in the future? Who's talking to them? And I, I, I remember some conversation with my son. One day he told me, I have no friends. And, you know, it was heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. Um, things like that. Uh, I, am I the only only dad who feels this? No, no. no okay, good, because that. I thought you could do the same thing. No, I have a different experience. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I definitely, uh, you know, and I, I, don't think, I don't think that'll ever go away, uh, you know, probably varying degrees throughout the course of their, their lives. But, yeah, you always... You know, I always think about the same same things. You know, are, are they getting along with with kids? Are kids treating them, you know, nicely? How are they interacting? Uh, you know, just just those are sort of general day to day thoughts that I I think about. I actually say a little, you know, a little prayer in the morning that uh, you know the kids will, will have a great day. They'll interact well with their students, and they'll you know appreciate learning. <laughs> Well, and your your daughter went to a school that she didn't know anyone, right? Yeah, yeah. She went, she, she, she went to Montrose. She yeah, she she probably knew one person uh, there in her grade, but but the, uh, the there were other kids that were there. She went into a high school situation where this this school actually has uh, starts at sixth grade, so some of these kids have been together for a while. So you go in a situation like that, it's a little trickier too, because you know friends have already been made, and you're kind of you know, inter- interjecting yourself in there. So. Right, and then you're nervous and you're shy. And, and, and Emily, who is just such a, a, a wonderful young lady. Um, and then Andrew is at a, a private school as well. Yeah, and I think that goes along with what you were saying um, too, Jay. Although he knows he knew a few people going to, to Bishop Bean, but it, it's, it's a way, it's in another town. So it's a little different, you know, where um, we went to, uh, he went to grammar school um, a parochial grammar school, but it was in Walpole. Yeah, um, so his and, friends were there. Yeah, so he had friends there, and some some of them did go to Bishop Bean, which is a high school in um, Attleboro, Massachusetts, which is a couple of towns over. Um, so it w- it was a new experience and huge too. So he, a very small grammar school, to you know he must he might have had like thirty, um, uh, 40, 40 kids maybe in his grade graduating yeah. and um you know the the uh incoming freshman class at this um high school bishop being high school was um 290 something so it's a huge jump where you know there's a, just a lot of kids i think all parents can share this uh this emotion uh when your kid isn't invited to something yeah and yeah. they're hurt because their friends have been invited uh and that that's happened and that, that does hurt. And you have to kind of balance it with not getting angry because they're kids. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And understanding that with while still 
knowing that your child is the one left behind. Yes. And it seems to happen around sixth, seventh grade. It happened with, with one of my sons and my daughter where the friends groups that were all cute and fun and, you yeah. know, let's have the little sleepovers. They did all those things. I kind of said that sarcastically, <laughs> didn't I? That little sleepovers. Um, doing all those things. And then she, Amelia, and, and same with James a little bit, uh, they started not to get in, included yes. in that same friends groups as those kids, you know, matured and, and changed what their likes and dislikes were about. Um Sometimes they weren't invited as much, and that that's that's a hard thing for a parent. And imagine as a kid how difficult that is. You're trying to fit in. You're you're, you're growing up. You're maturing, and yet you have all these emotions. And now you're not in the same friend group. Yeah, no, it's it's true. And uh, you know, uh, my kids have gone through that too. You know, at varying degrees. And some at some points, uh, like you said, it was it was a difficult um, transition. Um, for, for Emily going into a, a school that, you know, kids have been around and, and right. stuff like that. So there was definitely a lot of times when, you know, she, you know, didn't feel like she fit in, you know, and uh, I think that goes, you know, kids. Hey, go I felt that. that. I yeah. felt that way too. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I uh, still do a Catholic. <laughs> no, I'm just, just kidding. Uh, no, and it, it's true. You always think about that. Uh, you know, I, I, it's funny when you, when I think back to, um, I, I have trouble thinking like, you know, I, I always did. I, I, don't, I guess I didn't focus a lot on that, you know, as a, as a, Oh, as you a just saw Mr. Popularity. No, though. I wasn't, you know, but you know, I, I was just so busy doing, you know, whatever. That's Ethan. Yeah. So that's my Ethan. Yeah. So Ethan, uh, it doesn't, doesn't, he has some really close friends. Yeah. Um, he, he plays a lot of sports, but I don't think he would know the difference yeah. just because yeah. he's doing so many things all the time. Yeah. Uh, whether it be AAU basketball, team basketball, I'm a coach as you as you were too, and and doing going with me to some of these events. So he doesn't know quite as much, but it's uh, but every day. So even when my I remember when my kids got their license. And Emily, does Emily have her license? <laughs> she does not have her license. That's another sticking point. Julie. Okay, no, no, she has her permit, um, and she never can. Got, you know, took that next step. So she needs to have well, that's, yeah. You're going to have to talk to her. <laughs> I know. But let me tell you, it's scary. Yeah. I, I remember looking at Shirley. Uh, Shirley's my wife. And <laughs> Amelia drove out. And I I was, I just couldn't wait till she got home. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I'm not sure she was a great driver at the beginning. Yeah. I'm not sure she's a great driver now, in all honesty. Yeah. But, um, but she drove out. And I said, oh, my gosh, just come home. And, and then... And then now as your, your kids get older and you're going to be experienced this soon. I mean, Emily's a senior, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You're going to be experienced this soon. And then they go off to school and then they're driving later and you don't know who's on the road. You don't know what's going on. And it, um, it you just, I don't sleep when my kids are out. And, and by the way, my kids, I don't allow them to be out late. Even at 20, my daughter's not going to be coming home late. Yeah. Um, but it's still a scary thing. Yeah. No, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just thinking that too. I mean, you're, you're touching on something that I've been thinking about recently too, and you've experienced. Maybe this. it's your maybe uh, it's your fault. And yeah, no, uh, but uh, you know, just just being away, you oh. know, where um, you know we're kind of preparing for that now with Emily uh, looking at colleges and stuff like that. So that's going to be a huge uh, transition, not only for her, or for for us too. You know, so not having someone that's been around for you know 18 years just all of a sudden not it's hard not be there it's really yeah it's hard at first 
Yeah. It gets okay <laughs> after a while. <laughs> Just because. So at first, so Amelia left first. She went yeah. to Assumption College. She's uh, a junior. Yeah. And James left this year. He's at Worcester State, uh, both in Massachusetts. And at first, it was really hard. Yeah. I mean, yeah. really hard. But then after a while, it gets quiet. Yeah. Now, we still have Ethan, but the yeah. quiet's okay. Yeah. <laughs> right now. Uh, but I do miss them. I miss them. I miss them terribly. And, and yeah. again, you don't know who... Listen, we're both in college. Um, it can get a little crazy in college. Yes. And yep. you just hope that they make the right choices yes. and the right decisions. And, and all we can do as parents is is tell them what we think and hopefully bring them up the right way. Yes. But it's still... They're meeting people who don't have the same uh, moral compass, let's say, as as we had at my house and maybe you had at your house. Yeah. No, it's – yeah. It, these are the things I'm thinking about now. Am I, now am I really <laughs> now scaring you? Now I'm getting you? nervous. <laughs> well, my kids have always yeah. done one thing very, very – they've done a lot of things well. But one thing in particular they've done well, and I bet it's the same with yours, they've always picked great friends. Yeah, yeah. They've always picked great friends. And yeah. that that makes the difference. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. There were times when Amelia was a, a younger in fifth grade, fourth grade, where she it was fourth grade actually, third maybe. She wanted to sleep over a house, and we didn't know the parents, so we didn't allow her to. Yeah. Uh, and then another time there was a big sleepover, and again we didn't know the parents, but twelve of the and maybe it's my fault she lost some of her friends. Twelve <laughs> of the parents. This is parents, like a therapeutic show as well. It, it might be twelve <laughs> of the parents let the kids sleep over, yeah. and we didn't. And I, I picked her up, and she was so mad at me. She's crying, and everyone else was staying. And but as a parent, I'm not there to be Mr. Popular. Yeah. I'm there to be their parent. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if she's ever forgiven me for that. <laughs> Well, you know, as we're talking to you, I think another key thing is um, communications, too. And I think, you know, so far uh, for, for our, our kids, too, they've been able to talk to us, you know. So and that's huge, you know, to be able to uh, express what, you know, you, you know what they're going through. And I think that's important. It's better than sort of bottling it up. And, and then you don't know what they're feeling, you know. So being able to have a good communication with your children is kind of huge. I'm not sure I had that. <laughs> we really have lived different lives. Let me tell you why. So Amelia, she went to, I, I allow my kids to pick their school. Yeah. I just think that's important. That's a big decision. Amelia went to Mount St. Charles. Ethan went to Mount St. Charles. James went to Bellingham High School. Yep. So Amelia went to Mount St. Charles and I thought it was four wonderful years. Not knowing that her Amelia is extremely shy when she does not know you. Yeah. Once she knows you, she's crazy. Yeah. Um. And and so her first year, think about this. Didn't know anyone at school. Yeah. Had a broken collarbone, so she's in a, a sling. Yeah. Uh. Goes into the school, and refused to talk to people. Was the quiet kid. They used to call. Now her best friend now. Yeah. Called her the girl with the broken collarbone. That's what they because they didn't know her name. So uh -huh. said the girl with the broken collarbone. So she wrote this thing her senior year and loved high school, by the way. Yeah. Loved it. Except her freshman year, she was miserable at first. Yeah. She yeah, was yeah. lonely. She didn't have any friends. She didn't talk to anyone. And I didn't have a clue. I was telling everyone, she's having a great time. She loves it there. I never knew. Yeah. Because yeah. she never told me. And when I would ask, how's it going? Oh, it's, it's fine. It's good. I like it. Yeah. But she she wasn't telling me. And I and when she when I read this this paper, I said, Amelia. 
you know, I, I really feel bad about this because I never knew. I said, you've got to tell me these things. And now she's much more forthcoming. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> good and bad. No, she's much more forthcoming now. But yeah. that, I never knew. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and I mean, you know, Em had the same thing too, you know, uh, freshman year too. I think it was difficult for her too, you know, just trying to fit in. Fit in and, uh, it's a hard, it's like, a hard yeah. time. I think yeah. especially for girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because boys are, you know, knuckleheads. Yeah. They yeah. really are. No, they just are. <laughs> I mean, I was. I'm just taking from myself. Yeah. I know that I was. Yeah. Uh, but but it, it continues on and on. Uh, Amelia, you know, she's uh, she wants to be a teacher. Um, I thought she was going to be a doctor. <laughs> the salaries are a little different. <laughs> and uh, but I, 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 it's her life. She has to do what she wants to do, and I'm, sure. I'm glad. I think it's a great profession. I think it's a profession that has a lot of rewards. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm very happy for her. Um, so there's a lot of things like that 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 happen. Uh, but um, I have to tell you, I, I have to get over this because um, it's hard. It's hard. And the good times though are so fun. Yes, and and yeah. to tell you the truth, I got married late. I was 34, 35 when I got married. Sure. I had my last child, uh, Shirley had our last child, when I was 42. Yeah. I would have had five kids yeah. or six kids. I love kids. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just was too, by the time we had our third child, I was 42 years old. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I, I grew up, you grew up in a bigger family. I grew up in a big family. I would, I would have a million kids. I love kids. Yeah. I love the experience of kids, the good and the bad. Yeah. Yeah, and and it, and that's what it is, you know. It's it's a it's a lifetime of you know worrying at times, but uh, you know, good good times as well, and great great memories to think back on. And, and you know, uh, it doesn't end. You know, you just keep on. No, it never ended worrying. for my parents. Yeah, yeah my yeah, parents, yeah. my parents act. You know, no matter what, your mother and your father are always mummy and daddy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was in my mid fifties, and my mother and father were still mummy and daddy. Yeah, mom and dad. Um, they're always your parents. Yeah. And you, you, you were in front of them and you revert back to that little kid. Yeah. Because you enjoyed it. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. Uh, well, Kevin, unfortunately, <laughs> we're supposed to talk about marriage and we never got to it. Oh, we'll have a separate show. Because we'll you know, marriage is a big topic. Oh, boy, do I have some stories about <laughs> marriage. I bet you have. Do you have some good stories about marriage? Uh, yeah, I guess so, yeah. Can you tell yeah, the stories? Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. I, I'm not sure I, I can know. tell yeah. Yeah. Shirley about the K&J podcast <laughs> yeah. after. Tell her not to listen to this show, the, the marriage show. Skip the marriage. No, no, no. No, it's, it'll, be, it'll be an interesting show. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kevin. So bring us out. Well, we, we appreciate you uh, joining us and taking uh, talking with us and uh, listening to us about uh, kids. And uh, I'm sure that uh, many of you who have kids have some of the similar experiences that we have as well and uh, know that they'll always be with you and you always be thinking and worrying and hoping that the, they have the best for them as well well thank you for joining us on this k&j podcast uh, we invite you to join us again next time and if you would like to contact us you can contact kevin or me just send me an email and i would forward it to kevin at jfadden at grexley.com jfadden at grexley.com that's spelled g-r-e-x-l-y thank you Thanks for joining us for the K&J Show. K&J is a production of the Grexley Podcast Network. To support our podcast and others like it, please visit patreon.com slash grexley.